Impressions of uh, Texas Tech? I guess you watched uh, yeah. them on film then last night. Man, what a game last night! It was unbelievable. These teams playing so hard. They're, um, they're, you know, another really good team. They're first place in the Big Twelve. That's hard to do, right? And so, um, a great, clearly a, you know, a great college environment. Um, with uh, that are dangerous at every position, and it's going to be an incredible challenge for us. Is there any similarities to maybe like St. Mary's in the past in terms of tempo with these guys? McCaslin's had some slower-paced teams at, in his career. You know, it's interesting because they're fully capable of having some, uh, getting some real pace into the game. The tempo is, you know, it's, it's interesting because you have like, um, you'll have 1.3 seconds separate teams from 60 to 270 so it can be it can be a little deceiving um, but certainly they have uh, their their you know what they are is um, in transition and then in half court they have five guys on the floor that can really really cut that really really understand each other that really really play off each other really well so in that sense yeah good team has the Big 12 kind of started the way you thought it was? Because like half the teams are two and two, the best yeah. teams are three and one, the worst teams are one and three. Like, yeah. Is it as balanced as you thought it was going to be right now? I don't know, man. Like I'm just as new to this as you guys are. It's um, it's it's it couldn't be any more fun. Like I, I think that's probably the part that's. Um, I just think it's just as awesome that you just get to do this every single night. It's so cool. So I don't know how I thought it was going to shake down. Um, and you know that's the crazy thing is you don't know what's going to happen in the next four games. You know there might be a bunch of seven and one teams, or it might all be four and fours. You just, you just, it's hard to know. Um, but you look at what Central Florida's done in their four games. It's, I don't know how you illustrate parity any better than they've done, and what you know, what Johnny's been able to do with that group. So it's fun. Is this you played the seven man rotation pretty much until the lead was in hand is that sustainable or uh, especially on the road or uh, I'm hoping to get it down to four if I could just get it down to a four-man rotation we'll really be talking um I don't know I have no idea what's sustainable or not really um um it's interesting um as you kind of like do general anecdotal um um, kind of recaps on some teams that have been really, really successful there, like live at seven and eight the whole season. Um, and more rare, actually, is teams that go 10 or 11, like especially as the season, you know, a lot of teams go 10 um, in the non-conference and then, and then pair it down to nine or eight or seven in the, in the conference. Um, what we know for sure is that... Um, we have 16 players on our roster, and every single one of them is necessary. Um, and so everyone's going to have their moment and their time when they have to go win a game for us. And that's proven out to be totally true, right? I mean, if you just look at our three, five men, right, um, they've all been called on to be the guy. And um, we've shuffled through four point guards now, and every single one of them has helped us win games. And so... Um, you know, if we play seven guys or nine guys in a game, that's that that one particular game. But we know that we need every single guy so far in the season. Every single guy's helped us win. So. What have been some of the or 
early thoughts on this the Big 12 schedule in terms of like the Tuesday Saturday setup? Like, yeah. what have been some of the challenges that come with quick turnarounds and tra- excessive travel? Just your thoughts on that? You know, it's what we've been used to in league is we've been used to playing Thursday Saturday and then you kind of breathe Sunday and regroup Monday and kind of get back to scout work on Tuesday. So this build and break. This deal just doesn't stop. It's so good. I love I love the Tuesday Saturday. I-, I love it so much because it's just there's no like Sunday Monday breath time. It's it's um and I don't know. I, I dig it. I dig the whole thing. It's it's uh it's pretty cool. You know, you know it's interesting for us cuz every Tuesday game is just a, a full one day prep. Um, cuz we don't do you know, we don't do any work on Sunday and so um but I don't know. It worked this Tuesday, so let's hopefully it keeps working. Coach, you, you said the other day you, you shut down uh, Dawson Baker. Yeah. With the surgery. What about uh, uh, Marcus? Um, yeah, we're still trying to figure out. Uh, you know, Marcus just got a little uh, kind of little aches and pains that he's trying to work through, and so um, we, you know, we need him. We'd love to. We'd love to get him rolling, and we're just trying to, you know, piece him together right now. Coach, what makes Richie Sonner so competitive? He goes for every, what makes Richie Sonner so oh. competitive? Every rebound, yeah. he takes the best guy on defense. He's just a problem for the other opponent yeah. team. Yeah, like I, I, how can you not love Richie Saunders, right? His, his, his he, he knows one speed. Like we say that about guys, but he literally only knows one speed. For good and for bad. Like, you know, he picked up two fouls on 22 shooting the ball last game, almost back-to-back, and it was just like because he just can't slow it down. He can't turn it off. I take that problem every single time. Like, he's really special. Uh, He just – you talk about a guy that vomits his whole heart and soul out on the floor every single game. It's pretty cool. And um, there's no coach in America that would not do anything they could to have Richie Saunders on their roster because he just – um, he just, you know exactly what you're getting energy and intensity-wise every single game. And what's been fun to watch him is his, his understanding of the game, his discipline in the game, all those things have, um, his effectiveness, you know, his offensive efficiency continues to be off the charts, um, has all grown so much. So he's really, really getting better. But to have a guy with a, that motor that's really constant, that like never goes away, is pretty special. With how well Tuesday played out against Iowa State, do you want to just keep Jackson Robinson in the starting lineup moving forward for for this group? Um, I don't know. We'll see. Like I'm not. I'm not a. You know. I think. I think probably players and families worry more about starting lineup than than we do. You know, for most of the season, Jackson was coming off the bench and was playing the most minutes and had the most shots and all the stuff, right? And so. Um, and coming off the bench, he worked himself into the mid-first round of you know some draft projections, and that was all coming off the bench. And so, um, I don't know. I think I, I, I just you know there's so many little pieces of um, nuanced conversations that go into kind of rotations and how you do things. For example, you know we've 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 had this a lot our first few years here where we're kind of rotating through a starting two that moved to the point guard position where we had to play our starting two you know probably get him out by the first media so that he could go in fresh at the point the second media because you didn't want him playing eight straight minutes and then being thrust into the point guard position playing minutes eight to twelve right um, that's really hard and so um, we just kind of pieced it together but uh, Jackson proved he's great starting coming off the bench 
uh, as well as I think all of our guys have started and come off the bench. So um, you mentioned the NBA. How much, along with Jackson, uh, how is there other guys in this team that you feel like these NBA scouts are kind of inquiring about, uh, or from the intel you've heard? Because now there's more attention in this league yeah. with more scouts. I think these guys are talking to every single one of our guys. <laughs> well, what you can say, up, you know, updates. Um, you do expect Trevor Neal back, Foose back for Saturday, Coach. I mean, this Jackson Robbins attitude is so poor. I don't know what to do with him. He heard me. I know you heard me, Jax. <laughs> All right, sorry, what was your question? Um, update, you know, do you expect Trev, who's back for Saturday? Um, Trev had a workout this morning, and he was much, much better. So um, it's, he's going to be day-to-day, and so is, so is Foose. Foose uh, just did a really light workout yesterday. Um, and, like, Foose is kind of in that space where it's uh, – he's probably – I don't know, guys – 85, 90, 90, 95% on this hamstring. It just is, it's just scary, right? Because, you know, it's it's a fragile piece of hardware. It's like a groin, right? It's just is. So we're kind of going to keep dancing and figure it out. Um, you know, I got clearance for him to play literally right as we tipped off on Saturday, but I was just nervous. I, you know, I was, uh, you know, I, I, so. Um, but we need them certainly in this league and on the road and all the stuff. No, you're right in the middle of it. But when you look back at, at where your team has progressed defensively from last year, yeah. this year where, where does your mind go? Um, number one communication, like number one communication, and and I know that sounds trite and it's like a soft skill and all the stuff, but it is like the heart of us defensively, and um, that has been we've talked about that a lot. Like all of us together have talked about it a lot, but um, that's the easy number one for me um, is is just our guys' um, willingness to kind of talk in real time, to talk on the bench, to scheme personnel as they're walking to the free throw line to, you know, to, to huddle up every single time. Um, this constant, constant kind of um, dedicated uh, communication is really important. Um, and so that would be number one, but there's a ton of facets. I mean, uh, Coach Fennell, um kind of barged in my office and was like, I'm not letting you do any more defense. You're not good at it. I'm going to take this over. And that's been really successful for us. And, uh, you know, Coach Robinson and, and uh, you know, Cody had the full scout last game, right? He was doing offense and defense. And, and, uh, and, and uh, Colin Terry, that, you know, that group has been working really, really well together. And, um, and we've had guys step up. You know, Noah Waterman last year was a little bit of a sieve defensively by the numbers, and he's had spent most of the games being our best, most versatile defensive player on the floor. That's incredible for a top ten defense in the country to have it be built on things like that. It's pretty cool. We've had so many guys grow. Trevin Nell has been an incredible example. Like Trevin, you know, Trevin would get mad if I say this, but. You know, there were times when sometimes he was, uh, you know, he was on the floor because he could make shots. And now he's spent a lot of time being on the floor because he's one of our, if in a lot of games, our best defensive backcourt player. And um, so, but yeah, like if I had to catch it, I'd say this communication deal, which has been super intentional on our guys' part, has been really fun. Where do you feel like Dallin? Kind of gave us some praise on Tuesday for yeah. his play, but just the the biggest area of growth you think mm-hmm. to this point for for Dallin thus far. I, I don't know. I just think his ceiling's pretty high, um, and he's he's not gonna, you know, he's, um, I, I, you know, we grow in fits and starts. Like that's just the way we do it. We grow in fits and starts, 
you know, very, very rarely do we see a guy that just was like got better every single game and every single facet and every single way. And it's really, um, it's really fun to see him, you know, take a jump forward. And then certainly there's going to be some regression and a jump forward and regression. But um, his, his, I'm telling you guys, like his performance with the ball in his hands, aside from the two times he tried to force feed a tiki a catch at the, at the high post against the 1-3-1, it, it was really magical. It was like, it was elite level stuff. And, and um, you know, we're going to go to Texas Tech or play Houston or whatever, you know, best defensive teams in the country, and we're going to cough it up and not look great sometimes. But, like, he dipped his toe in a space where that was new, um, and he's going to go back there a lot. And that's really exciting. Like, that's super exciting, guys. Like, talk about making my heart feel good and me sleep good at night. Like, you know, because that trajectory – where we can go for the next two and a half years is super exciting when I can just be like, bro, I don't have any play calls for you. you just go do what you do. And that's, I mean, that's really fun as a coach. And I think he's going to get there. Just one quick follow-up. Uh, can you describe the work that he put in in the offseason? Because it feels like his body yeah. looks like his body's kind of changed completely. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, he's pretty relentless. Um, you know, he's a, he's a late, you know, I, he's, he's probably the guy I have to kick out of the gym the most. Um, and he kind of takes everything seriously. You know, we have a, you know, the squad is giving us two now lectures on sleep. And so Dallin is like monitoring his sleep and he's monitoring his wake time. And, and uh, you know, he's got the best strength coach, rehab, basketball guy in the world in Michael Davey. And, and he's like attached at the hip, like he can't get enough. And he's implementing everything that uh, he, he's, you know, that Mike is giving him. And, and um so he's he's putting in a ton of work and like I said, growth is fits and starts. It just is. Like I, we all wish it wasn't, but it's actually super exciting when you capture it in just a moment. And we got to do that on Saturday.